Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, an experimental and real play D&D podcast that uses 5e to tell a story and mess around a bit. I'm Orion, the DM, and in tonight's episode we have Brett playing Theron, our elven rogue. If this if this Theron last name unknown was going to get out of town, what was the best way out? Please help me, please. And then Caden walks in the room again. What do you need, Caden? <laughs> it happens. Alrighty, 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 alrighty. So, Theron, backstory. Yeah. Oh, man. This is exciting. <laughs> so, of course, I'm trying to decide how I want to do this now. I mean, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do, and I'm just deciding if I still want to do that. <laughs> Roll a constitution saving throw. One, you're dead. <laughs> Theron never existed this whole time in the campaign. <laughs> the Theron in the main campaign is actually a changeling. Ah! <laughs> He's doing be... so good. He is. <laughs> he even tricked me. <laughs> That'd be the biggest spoiler in the world. Oh yeah, this Theron is actually not an elf at all. He's a changeling. He's the one who got Gideon arrested. How how crazy would that be to drop on a character to be like, oh no no, your character died twenty years ago. You've been playing a super convincing changeling for two years. <laughs> for two whole years and now your character's what? gone <laughs> the worst part is for you he's been gone the whole time have like a flashback of like all, all of a sudden your memories start returning and you all of a sudden you start remembering that you're not this person you actually <laughs> killed this person two years ago your changeling got in too deep where he couldn't separate himself from the character he killed and he believed he was him for a while mm-hmm. that's why he did it so perfectly Alright, um... So, Theron. Mm-hmm. You... Are you, talk- you talking to me? No, I'm talking to the other Theron. And then oh, this I'm is sorry. Hang on, let me... Let is, me, let me get someone else, ju- someone else jumps into the voice channel right now and goes, Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish I had somebody I could just text. Hey, I need you to jump into the voice channel and just pretend that you're Theron right now. Um... <laughs> And then I just start weeping, and you just fade that audio out as they do my backstory. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, you finish your meditation, your medita- meditative trance that you, mm-hmm. as an elf, do. Yeah. And y- you come to in your room in the Two Dwarfs Inn. The smell of fresh lavender greets you as you you open your eyes and start to look around. The room is empty other than you, and there is a there's a note on the side table next to the table next to where you're laying or sitting. I don't know how you meditate. What do you do? Yeah, so first thing he would uh go check out this note. Okay. You reach for the note and Open it up, and it's a note from Ada. And this is what it says. Dearest Theron, I'm leaving to go grab breakfast. You're doing that cute meditating tracing you do, and I didn't want to disturb you. I'm dropping this note on the bed just to remind you that I love you. 
You really don't know how much you mean to me. I was lost before I found you, but now I have a purpose. And you and me, Theron, we can actually do this. We are really going to make it and live the lives that we've both always wanted. What's better than traveling around with the love of your life? Never having to actually work and being loaded down with coin? As long as we don't repeat the sapphire job, right? Anyway, like I said, I'll be down at breakfast waiting. Love, Ada. Okay, so, um, so I read that note. Uh, well, um, Theron is, uh, a little giddy, I guess. He's smiling to himself, folds the note back up, and puts it inside his cloak pocket, and, uh, kind of, like, skips down the stairs to go meet Ada for breakfast. Okay. So you head downstairs, the, the two dwarfs in, which is not run by a dwarf. It's actually run by a human okay. named Andres. Um, he's waiting uh-huh. at the he's waiting in the common room as you walk in. Um, you glance around and don't see Ada anywhere. Hmm. Um. Sorry, would you say the the bartender's name was Andres? Um, I'm gonna go up to Andres. Yeah. He glances at you. How long have you been at this inn with Ada, would you say? Uh, we we bounce around a lot, so probably two or three days at the most. Okay. So he probably wouldn't, he might, he would recognize you as one of his people, but he might not notice, know what your name is or anything. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. That That's okay. about how we want it. Um, hello there, Andres. Um, I'm... I'm looking for my companion, Ada. Have you have you seen her about? He he glances at you and goes, Your companion left earlier this morning. I haven't seen her since then. Hmm. Did did Huh. Did did she say where she was going? She was supposed to she was supposed to meet me here. He glances at you, Riley Riley? Well, I've never said that word, I've only read it. <laughs> That's right. Riley, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said it until just now either. Yeah. Um <laughs> Rye with L Y at the end. Yeah. Riley. Yeah, it's just Riley. It sounds it sounds weird though. It does sound so weird. It, Riley. It, it, it sounds like you're just saying them a name. Yes, it but it didn't sound weird when you said it. And then I was gonna be like, Yeah, Riley. And it sounded weird. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, Riley. He looks at Riley. You. Not with he an R. At, he looks at you askance and uh, <laughs> goes, "I I didn't <laughs> ask her her plans. Do you want me to start asking you what your plans are when you leave here every day?" Um, no, sorry, sorry. I um, I huh, I didn't mean to offend. I'm I'm sorry. I was just uh, just looking for her. Uh, I I'll go find her. Um. And then Theron just walks off. He's gonna leave the inn. Okay. You walk out of the inn, and like, let's see, you're in Wit. Wit. Oh my god. I I don't know why I don't change the names of these cities when I realize I can't actually pronounce them right. You are in Wit. 
<laughs> no, it's definitely too late. You're in Woodchester, the capital city of the Commonwealth. Um, I'm in the capital of the Commonwealth? Yeah, that's where we had you set. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah, okay. This whole time I've been going back over the... Are like five different messages trying to find where Jackie named their character Casher, Casher Rayburn first. So it was another Cass. So Man, I been... thought you were gonna say. I really, really thought you were gonna say you've been going back through all your old messages, making sure that we're getting Theron's backstory right. And oh, I was no, gonna I say, good for you, because I feel like I know Theron intimately. <laughs> And I've forgotten so much about him because we've been making him for so long. Yeah, but no, you're you're looking at it was Casher, brand new fucking character. C a s c h a r. It wasn't in mine and theirs text, and it wasn't in the whispers. It was in the hair and the crow messages. Um, so yeah, so you walk out on the streets of Winchester. It's a very industrial city. The streets are paved almost like with a blacktop-like surface. Oh. All the buildings are, for the most part, like, modernized. Some of them are still stone, but a lot of them have, like, this, like, metal, metallic look to them now that you're not quite used to. I mean, I don't know how long you've been in Woodchester. I think a couple years at this point, if I'm remembering rightly. Yeah, I think at least, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like two or three years, because you came here as a, almost not even a full adult in elven years, I think, but mm-hmm. you're young. Um, I think he's been sneaking out here for like a decade, but he's been with Ada for the last few years. Yeah, cause, yeah, because, I mean, without spoilers, you were born across the river in the capital city of El Sari. The, mm-hmm. elven, the elven capital city. Right. Um, it's fun that they built their two capital cities across a river from each other. Of course the river, they did. The river is just wide enough that you can't like trebuchet across. Otherwise, it would be constant chaos, I bet. It's also a constant pissing contest between them, I feel like. Oh, yes. The, the two cities are growing exponentially almost larger than their populations warrant because of like the so the commonwealth will build a large like five story building on the riverfront and then the elves have to top it with like a six story building yeah and like when they're not and but like all these riverfront buildings are basically empty because nobody wants to live or work where you could end up potentially being the first ones attacked mhm and like while the Commonwealth and the Jazrael Covenant have been at war constantly, this area has kind of been like a passive no combat zone. Like if you want to fight, you gotta travel down river a little bit because yeah. the two cities are so interlinked at this point. Because yeah, come on, not here. Yep. The the bridge <laughs> going between this there's only one bridge between the two cities, but it's a massive I would say it's probably like a hundred feet wide and it's set up. So that way there's multiple checkpoints where on one side, it's like three checkpoints for the elves. You had to go through three full checkpoints on the other side. It's like three checkpoints for the humans. 
And in between it, though, is where a large amount of merchants set up on nice days where the two people, like, they'll open the gates for either side to let merchants back and forth through it to try to sell stuff to the other side. Man, I never thought I would hear anyone describe an airport in fantasy terms, but with more security. But that's what you've done. I mean, it's, yeah. it, 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 it's an airport. That it takes You have six checkpoints you have to go through. And there's merchants set up in the middle of all of it. Yeah, to get to the merchants, you have to go through the checkpoints. You got to get through the three checkpoints on the respective side. Yep. And then there's merchants, and then you got three more checkpoints. So, yeah, it's actually an airport with more security somehow. On on market days... (laughs) I love it. (laughs) On market days, the security is a little bit more lax because there is so much movement between like all the merchants and everything. This is like the key time also that spies jump from one side to the other. And at this point both governments know that this is what's happening. Like they know when they know that spies are going from side to side, but it's just part of their little dance being this close it's together as it. capital city. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so you step out and this this city just has the smell of blacktop and tar and industrial smoke as you step outside and start to look for Ada. Um, I need you to make a perception roll. Okay. I feel like the city would be like would feel like home to Haas almost as much, oh, more no. than other more than Lootpool did. What's your so roll? So that's uh eight. Thank God for that plus five. Uh, level one, you have a plus five. Uh huh. Nice. I guess that's not that bad. I th- I think at level three, he still has a plus five. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're level four now, oh. right? Yeah, level four. So my efficiency is plus three. So he actually has a plus six. <laughs> but I don't think his wisdom has changed. <laughs> so, so with an eight, you don't notice Ada, and you don't notice much more than just the normal crowd going through the street. There's, I mean, it's just your general everyday crowded streets of Winchester. I really, I, I really, hmm. picture, I really picture this city being like, like pre-depression era New York City. So it's active and busy. Okay. And it's, but it's got that like old timey feel to it. Well, it wouldn't be old timey to you. It'd be almost overly industrial size, but it's still like lots of things are yeah. being built up in the time. They don't have skyscrapers. Like the tallest building here is probably 10 to 10 stories tall, and that's like it. But it's still massive for this world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, 10 stories sounds huge. Um, 100 feet. I mean, that's, that's, pretty big yeah that's yeah that's nothing to sneeze at um i mean if you sneeze at it it won't notice it it surely wouldn't um i think especially with an eight he just kind of lets himself get swept up in the commotion and just kind of wanders the streets for 20-ish minutes just like looking around because he uh he's also in this like days where Ada should have been downstairs. He was expecting Ada to be downstairs. And then she wasn't there. The yeah. innkeeper was kind of weird. 
So he went outside and thought, well, she'll just be out here. And he hasn't, he didn't look very hard and he hasn't seen her. So he's just been wandering the streets for like, I mean, I think he went for like 20 minutes if nothing happened and then maybe go back to the inn. Okay. So you kind of walk like the city block thinking maybe she's in this area. But she'll show up. She'll show up. Sure. Why not? But then she doesn't show up. Zeta. Hmm. And you you go back to the inn, and you step into the inn, and when you step into the inn, you notice two... Well, hmm, do I want to make you roll for this or not? Hmm. I rolled, it's good. <laughs> what you roll? Is it perception? I was deciding between perception or history, but we'll go with perception, it's fine. Well, perception... Would be a twenty-three. History would be a twenty-one. So, okay, so either way, I rolled an eighteen. Yeah, these two guys are part of Liam's gang, the ones you pulled the Sapphire job for, and have been working with pretty consistently over the last few months with Ada. Um, Liam is one of the big. I wouldn't say he's a like large <laughs> gang, but a pretty well-known gangster in this city and these okay. two so you wouldn't you wouldn't know these two you would recognize them as two of his thugs you might have even pulled a job with them here or there maybe in the last few months but also i have nothing to worry about right we just pulled a job for them how long ago was it yesterday yeah like a cut like a cut like a day or two ago okay and we we did the job for him it was successful everything's good they're probably offering me another job. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I'm not worried about seeing these guys. I would, I would okay. walk straight up to them. They simultaneously turn on their heel to face you. They're two big redheaded men who one of them has like a scar across one cheek and they kind of have like just that look of someone who's been beaten up a ton of times or have taken hits. And they look at you real quick. One of them goes, where's Ada? Um, I hope this isn't metagaming, but like, can I roll insight to see? Yeah, it, it seems weird. I I walked up and I said, you know, like, hey, you got another job for me, and they asked where Ada was. Yep, that's another eighteen. So that's a eight. Another twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Yeah. So your. Spidey sense starts tingling immediately when they look at you, <laughs> and you get the feeling like they're not here to offer you a job. And in fact, the fact that they haven't already grabbed you is probably a little bit surprising. They're both very intently staring down at you, and they've like shifted a little bit so they're side by side and like within arm's reach of you as they look down. And the bartender, like you notice for a split second, the bartender, like steps back from the bar and like steps back away from you guys um are there any like groups of uh people in the bar close to me there's a table of like three people a few feet away from you but but they're sitting down they're not standing up or anything they're they're not standing up now there's nobody Um, standing up near you but they're three feet away I'd say they're probably so you said? three feet. Three feet sounds pretty way too close for a table. I'd say probably five. <laughs> pretty way too close. Um, okay. 
I'm gonna take it's way too close to let you get do something. Yeah, I'm gonna say twenty. No, <laughs> um, five. Feet. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take like two steps backwards towards that table so that I'm like three feet away from them. Um, so okay. that I can be super way too close. And uh, uh, and Theron says, "Oh, Ada, of course, Ada's um, she's right upstairs." And he points behind them. Make a deception roll. It's a fifteen. One of the things he's good at. They don't even budge. They don't stop looking at you and go, "Well, oh. then you can take us." They can. You can. They rolled a sixteen. You can take us up uh, there. Um, and I know they're on to me. So I'm like, "Uh, yes, of course, of course, of course, of course." And I move like I'm going. Like I, I move like I'm going to start walking towards the uh, behind them towards the stairs, but uh, like it, it's kind of like a juke. Like I take half a step forward, and then turn and slide over the table behind me and run for the door. Okay, what's your AC? Oh, that's not a good question. It's a uh, fifteen, I think. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. Yes, exactly. That picture, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly I wished, who I was picturing. I wish Theron could be Flint, uh, Flynn Rider. I wish. <laughs> yeah, and I, I literally made He's them who redheaded. I just, to be. They're, they're the Stabbington <laughs> brothers from Tangled. Um, uh, you take five points of bludgeoning damage as he clocks you on the side of the head as you try oh, to run. Oh my god! But you, you you do make it to the other side of the table, but you you've literally been clocked. God, I'm level one. That's a lot of damage. Okay. Um. Yeah. Over half my health. Uh. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. So I guess he slides across the table, stumbles, uh, from his head wound and. I'm going to run for the door. Okay, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, God. I can't, decide if I, want you, I can't decide if I want you to get away or if I want them to catch you yet. I haven't decided yet. That's uh 15. Oh, that's enough. 9 plus 6. Oh, God. Um, You run out the door super quick and like a chair goes flying by and hits the wall as you're running and then you make it to the street. So you are on the street of Winchester, running from these thugs, the Stabbington brothers. For some reason. For some reason. We're going to call them the Punchington brothers. Um, yeah, I like it. So the Punchington brothers hit you as you slid across the table. You ran out the door. A chair hit the wall next to you as you like dot- moved super quick through that room. And now you're on the street. What do you do? All right. I want to immediately like take a left turn and uh-huh. dash down the alley that the um like between this inn and whatever the building beside it is and okay. try to clamber up onto the roof. Like watch and see where the Punchington brothers go. Okay. Which sounds like it might be a lot of rolls. <laughs> yeah, make I think climbing is athletics, actually. Oh, God, that's not good. 
Yes, climbing is athletics. Um, so a, make for me an athletics check. It's a 10. Okay, so you make it up to the roof, but you're a little bit slow in the climb. The Punchington brothers comes out the front. They don't see you, so they both like split off one way. One goes left, one goes right. And the one going left, because I think that's the way you said. Um, I did. Looks and sees you climbing this roof and yells for his brother. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um. All right, then Theron's going to try to jump to the next, assuming it's close enough, going to jump to the next roof and then the next, and then slide off the side and hide. Okay, make for me another athletics roll. Not athletics again? Yep, jumping is also athletics. <laughs> <laughs> that one is better. It's a 12. <laughs> okay. You not jump. a 10. You manage to not stumble. The roof to the next building is like fairly close. It's close enough that you don't have to like really put a ton of effort into it. Um, you land and you move to the next roof. And again, it's like you're kind of awkwardly jumping. Like you're not quite putting all your effort into it. And Punchington mm-hmm. Brother Number One like climbs up to the the roof and is now running after you, but he's about two roofs behind when he does this. And then Punchington Brother Number Two will come up, but a few, like a moment after, he effortlessly jumps between the first roof and the second one. Um, okay. <laughs> and then you want to you want to slide down something? You said. Yeah, I want to like slide down off the roof and hide. Okay, this one's going to be acrobatics. I'm better at that. Yeah, boy, that's a good roll. Uh, 24. Okay, I'll just include that into your hiding. So you you slide down this roof. It's the same <laughs> modifier, so... No, it's oh, not. Nice. I actually get more. Plus, plus two sure. more with stealth, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Expertise in stealth. Yeah. <clears throat> um... Yeah, you, so you slide down, you like find a pole that's just for some reason randomly attached to this roof you're on, and you slide down it effortlessly, do like a (laughs) tuck and roll as you hit the ground, and dodge in between like some dumpsters or whatever you want to say, and Punchington brother number one comes running to the edge and looks around and goes, he must have taken off down the road, and he like jumps, or he like jumps to the next roof, but then like he jumps to the next roof, runs a few steps, and then jumps down off the roof onto the main road and like looks around. And then Punchington brother number two does the same thing, but jumps to the other side of the roof. And they're both looking around, but they can't find you, and they kind of both take off looking for you. So you're not immediately in any danger. Hmm. Would Theron have anybody? that he thinks he could go to in, like, this type of time? Like, a contact he might be able to find information out of? Or would he just kind of run? Okay, I think... See, the way Theron is, is, especially right now, he hasn't built many contacts, but he... But I, I think Ada has. Um... 
So he's been with her to see contacts. So yeah. he might have one or two contacts he could think of right now, but they are related to Ada. But hmm. I don't think he would he would sense a problem with that. So I think he's going to run to Ada's number one contact because what the fuck is going on? Like they completed a job. They did well. He got a love note. He was so excited to see Ada. He couldn't find her. Then he found the guys that are going to give him another job and they smashed him over the head with a club. Like what is going on? Okay. So you make your way to this contact that you know Ada has used in the past a few times. His name is Renolf. Mm-hmm. I like generating random names and not actually using it, just changing it to something I can pronounce. His name is <laughs> Renolf. Because in the app, it's like Renolfer Gritbreaker. But I'm going to just call him Renolf. Uh-huh. He's uh, it. a middle-aged dwarven man. That Ada has okay. used. So is. Am I going to his house. Or place of business. You are. You go. Maybe a dozen blocks. Through the city. And. Find yourself at a small. Coffee kiosk. That's on the street. Um, Perfect. I, I love having street vendors. And like. You know the whole taco truck type situation. I love having that. Uh huh. So he's at a little coffee kiosk and he's brewing up some coffee when he sees you kind of hastily making your way up to his stand. He nods at you. He recognizes you, but he probably doesn't remember your name because you were just with Ada. What do you do? Nice. Um. Uh. Is there like a special order I could make that means something like I need to talk or help me or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, can I like order off the menu? Yeah, you can be. Like- I, I I want a black I want a black tea coffee, which is like isn't a thing, but the waitress or if I order it from him is like, oh yeah, you ask him for come back here. I'll a- talk. You ask him for a deep red coffee, and he nods. Yeah, and like puts a sign out saying five minute break, be back in a minute," and like guides you to an alleyway nearby. Um, what can I do for you? Your okay. name? Your name was Todd, right? Was that it, Todd? Um. Yes, yes, yes. I'm Todd. I'm. I'm I made his friend. Yes, Ada. Oh. Yes. Um. I. Me, me and Ada, we, we pulled a job a couple of days ago, and, and it was successful, and 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 I was just, uh, oh, uh, gosh. Uh, and he, like, there and reaches up and touches the back of his head, um, looks down and, like, sees blood on his fingers. I was like, oh, I, I... You should get that checked. Back- head wounds aren't anything to joke about. You could end up with a concussion. Yes, God, look. Let's hope it's not that. I was just um attacked by uh by by the by the people that gave us the job. It 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 doesn't make any sense. We but we got the item. Ada gave it to them. Have well, have you seen her? 
I haven't seen her, but I've heard some things. What have you heard? He holds out his hand and says, you know, some things. Uh, Theron gives him 50 gold coins. Holy shit. His uh-huh. eyes bug out of his skull. Um, he just stares at 50 gold coins. Can I, can I roll insight to see if I notice how, how much he freaks out at get much? Yeah, go ahead. 10 plus 15. I'd say you notice he's he he's surprised by the amount of gold you've given him for a little bit of information. You definitely you notice mm-hmm. that he's surprised. We'll say that. <laughs> uh, so what I'm picturing is I notice he's surprised and I'm surprised that he's surprised. Yeah, yeah. I I think you're probably a little bit too worried to actually like really question why he's surprised by how much gold you gave him. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, uh, there's a rumor that the 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 gemstone that I guess you two pulled. Well, mm-hmm. I thought Ada, I thought Ada pulled it with somebody named Theron. But uh, anyways, Todd. Um, ah, shit. He, they 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 want this Theron fellow and Ada now because I guess the gemstone Ada turned over was fake, and they think that she actually handed them over a, a fake gemstone and took the real one. What? Yeah, no, so Ada wouldn't. Ada wouldn't do that. Well, I don't know because have, well, they have, have you to be wrong. Her? No, I haven't. Now they're looking for Ada, her and you right now. Ada wouldn't betray me. Uh, Theron. Ada. Ada wouldn't betray Theron. Yeah, I, I. I don't know. In this world, who everybody betrays everybody. I mean, that's just part of life, man. No, no, it's not. It's. It is you, for most you people, new here, but Todd? not them. Yes. Yeah, a young elf like you, definitely new to the business. Um, but yeah, uh, so you should probably warn your buddy Theron, and he winks at you, that he should get out of town quick. But see, gosh, you you don't know where Ada is, then? Yeah, I haven't seen hide nor hair of her since. Well, since before you guys pulled that job. Well, I wasn't there, remember? Um, oh, yeah, since Theron pulled that job. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, that's that. Well, and he looks at the 50 gold that he's still holding kind of out, surprised. Um, and goes, yeah, there's been rumors that this Theron is, like, actually someone special, too. There's been people not connected with Liam's group asking about a Theron Ravaveris. What? Yeah, and I guess they heard that Theron's been How do they know with... that name? I don't I don't know, but they heard that this Theron with Ada and you know the name Theron. Shut he 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 puts the gold in his bag and is like, Yeah, uh I my suggestion to this Theron, and he winks at you again, would be get the fuck <laughs> out of town. Yeah, um if this if this Theron last name unknown was going to get out of town, what was the best way out? Please help me, please. Uh, where would Ada go? I have to see her. Well, I don't know where Ada. I mean, she could have gone anywhere, but where would she go? My bet would be. Uh, I don't know. If she's trying to get away from 
I, I'm guessing like west of here. She might be trying to outrace west. this and maybe even head toward like Kellerman's keeples keep or something. Okay, Kellerman's keep. Yes. I need to see her. I have to talk to her. It's this this has to be a misunderstanding. Ada wouldn't do this to me. You mean Theron? Yes, yes. She wouldn't do this to Theron. Uh your quickest way right now is just to hike your way out of town to the west. And then he like okay, stops thank and like you. He goes, Well, if you want to take the sewers, you could take the sewers. God no. <laughs> he shrugs. I'd rather be caught. Our, well that's up that's up to you, Todd. Mm-hmm. Yes, so what's what's the second fastest way? Um go to go west and hit a stables and get a horse, I guess. And then just take out out, out of the city. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I, yep. I, um he's like backing away as he's saying that. And mm-hmm. uh when when the store says yep, he turns and runs. As Theron runs, the dwarf has a twinkle in his eye. And he goes back to his coffee stand and drinks some coffee. <laughs> I don't know how he figured out I was Theron. <laughs> it definitely was not very obvious. No, he must have rolled an incredibly high insight check. Oh yeah, he totally rolled an insight check. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so... Why don't we do one check to see how quickly you can get out of town? And it's going to be a survival roll. Because I think it your your survival depends on it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not good at that. Oh, no. I love it. What do I add? That's a nine. Oh, man. Um, you <laughs> very... You very quickly make your way to the west side of town. But as you get close to the the stables and where all the horses are and like the, the exit to the city on this side, you see a group of maybe a half dozen thuggish looking people with armbands on that have the marker of Liam's gang. Like oh, being near the gate. Yeah. And then as you spot them, you notice two men in suits and bowler hats talking to an official nearby and asking if they've gotten if they've seen this man and they hold up a picture of you a very nicely painted picture of you it looks like you're Mm. in it looks like you're posed for a painting in this picture and like someone just copied out a painting I run from them towards the thugs (laughs) okay let's see Theron's plan is to he sees this happening and he runs from them towards the thugs and he's just going to slip through them and keep going towards the stables. Make a dexterity roll. <laughs> oh, it's not a save, right? Just a straight roll. Just, a, just eh, it can be a save. I'm fine with it being a dexterity save. A save? Yep, okay. we'll do a save. <laughs> <laughs> that it's a 14. Oh. So what would it have been without the save? A 12? A 12. <laughs> That's what... The 12 is what they rolled to... Basically what I rolled to see if they would be able to grab you or not. Oh, boy. So you... <laughs> you run straight toward these thugs, and, like, they spot you at the last second, and one of them shouts, but as he shouts, you, like, 
push off of him through two of them, and all of a sudden you're past them, making your way out the gate, and you you spot it's just a horse. Pure adrenaline. Yeah. To like, I feel like he doesn't really. He's not thinking about what's going on. He has several triggers that are making him panic. That he's just yeah, he's just running on pure adrenaline right now. There's the stables right outside of the city, and I always picture these stables being like Skyrim stables. You know, you exit the gate, you walk down mm-hmm. a little ramp, and there's a Skyrim stable. Um, yeah. And there's a there's a man getting ready to mount a horse there, and the horse is like just being held by a groom. As you run toward the stables, what do you do? So someone's about to mount a horse. Yes. And there's a groom standing there, like holding the horse still for him to mount. Um, I want to shove the man down for mounting mm-hmm. and throw the groom my gold pouch, all of it. Oh, and and jump onto the horse. Okay, like, make a, I, I, make, I, a make an extra acrobat- acrobatics check because I feel like you're more like pulling yourself up, kind of. That's something I'm good at. Oof, oof, a doof. ten. Thank so God, I'm you, good at it. You you chuck the purse of gold coins at the groom and it hits him in the face. <laughs> and he, oh, no, he drops the. The, the reins that he was holding and then like you very you you land on the horse's back but you're like you almost land on your belly like you're you're on your yeah. belly and it kicks the horse off so he it starts running and you're on it but you're not in a good position to like control it at all and it just takes off yeah and then what do i fall off of it no, you're you're on it, but you have no control of where it's going, and it it only runs about thirty or forty feet. Oh, okay. It we'll say it runs about fifty feet, <laughs> and then it and then it it like slows down and stops, and you kind of like you slide off of it real quick. But you're you're able to grab it if you want to and try to get going. Oh yeah, it's time to hop back on it and uh, and ride away as off you into the sunset. Gra- as you get up on the horse, you look back, and there are six thugs running towards you as fast as they can. And behind them are two men in bowler hats looking at you and pointing at you (sighs) while one of the 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 guardsmen from the gate like pulls out a bow and points it at you. (laughs) A guard? Yeah. Like the the guy in the with me. The guy with the bowler hat is pointing at you and telling the guard that you're somebody he wants. Bastards. But luckily, he stops the guard from shooting at you because it seems he wants you alive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Weird. Oh, man. And then the thugs don't make it to you before you hop back up on this horse. Um... Make an animal handling check. I think I've had you roll more in this session than I've ever had anybody roll in any session before. I I love it. I love the rolls. Uh, that's about as middle line as you can be, but I don't think my... So it's a 14. Yeah. 11 plus 3. 14. Oh, that's that's decent enough. You You jump on this horse and you quickly get it going. You start its engine again. It revs up and you're off. Um, 
I've decided any machinery I'm going to talk like it's an animal, and any animals I'm going to talk like it's a machine. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not confusing. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll make, it'll make sense eventually. I don't think I ever looked at glitchlings before. That's a fun race. Um, so I think that you take off from the city and you are on a horse with no gold, just kind yeah. of running somewhere. You have no idea where Ada is. You have no actual like you know why you're running, but you're kind of surprised by it. Um, how I don't know why I'm running ish. I'm going yeah. west. You're going west. That's um, where Ada went. Or you at least think you're going west. We'll see if you're actually going west or not. Um, oh, no. Why don't you I make don't like another... That. Why don't you make another... How long would Theron go? How long do you think well, Theron would go? He's He would go west until he hit another city. I mean... Well, unless I mean, it like, was like more was than more... 10 hours... <laughs> It was you know morning. I mean, he like, only you, has you, so much. Yeah, you got up from your tr- your meditation, and then basically all this started happening within about an hour of you getting up. So right now, we'll say it's mm-hmm. probably not even noon yet. It's still like it's like late morning at this point from all the running and everything. It took you time to get to the the contact, and then took you time to get out of the city. So we'll say it's noon. We'll just say it's noon so, as you run this w- horse away from the city. So the sun is directly when did up I get above up? you. How long has he been up for meditation? Trance, whatever? You got up, you spent a little bit of time. It's probably been a few hours. Okay. We'll say like three hours. I don't know how early of a riser Theron is when he's feeling lazy. See, Theron, I feel like Theron's quote sleep schedule is weird because. He spent so much time in human cities, and he only needs four hours. Yeah. So basically, he doesn't have a normal sleep schedule like most people do. It's like he hangs out, he drinks, he gambles, and when things tend to die down, he gets his four hours and then comes back and hopes that it started back up. And I feel like, I mean, half half elves have normal sleep uh-huh. schedules if i yeah they, yes. i don't think they have the whole meditation they can't be put to sleep because they're part elf but they also yeah half elves need eight hours of sleep well it's long rest is six hours of sleep and like two hours of doing nothing type thing or whatever oh okay but um but yeah so we'll say like you don't even go down for your meditation until like five o'clock in the morning or even six o'clock in the morning because ada also stays likes to stay up real late sometimes and so you probably oh yeah she definitely likes to stay up late so you probably didn't even get up to like nine or ten o'clock and then all this happened and now it's like noon and the sun is directly above you as you 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 think you're going west out of the city um roll a survival check for me okay plus 16 oh not bad you stay westward for a while. You probably you. I don't imagine Theron would stop at the first town he would see. Especially no. You especially like you since past, what? Especially since you're being chased. Okay. And especially since like these are all small villages that you're going to be passing. Like Winchester was a huge city, but then everything around it is like small towns, little villages, farming communities. Uh, like, he's stopping there. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, nothing very Uh-oh. big for a while. And it's gotta be something the, big. And then the sun starts to set. And like there's a you you find your way as the sun sets into a we'll say like a very small city, like what a population of like five thousand, like right on the edge of the city. There's a couple inns you can stay at, but you don't have any gold. I don't so, have any gold now. So what are you gonna You're do? You're right. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, what, what, okay, um, unless you have, like, I'll, a few, unless you have, like, a few gold pieces hidden in, like, a boot or something, I'm fine with if you no, say you do. No, 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 I said I threw all my gold at that person, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah you gave um, 50 gold to your, to the, to the man, the source, and then you threw a bag full of gold at the groom. Oh, that that's one of my favorite parts is I have no clue how much gold was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just everything I had. Um you, no, and you that have like was... one you have one silver piece that was in your pocket and that's it. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, that's fine to say of a silver piece because I mean I pictured I mean when I said that it was desperation. It was everything I have, here you go. Um yeah. so are people gambling here? Hmm. Come on, you know they are. You if not, into, that's fine too. You walk into I'll the inn them. and there's like two tables of gentlemen playing. One of them, one of the tables is playing dice and the other is playing cards. Okay, can I look at the two and see who the better mark is? Make a... I guess insight roll or investigation. I feel like reading if someone's a good mark would be insight, honestly, in my opinion. But I think it. I think insight makes sense. Yeah. So do insight. And that is a seventeen. Jeez. You can tell (laughs) the card. The card players are all very serious players, and they know what they're doing. Like they're all doing like really confident shuffling and dealing and doing their bets. Like they're playing rounds quickly and they know what they're doing. And so you think that trying to uh. pull, pull one over on them would not be good. While the dice players seem to be they're gambling decent amounts, but they're like like once in a while one of them will be like, uh this dice landed a little bit slanted. I don't think can I re-roll that? And like they're like letting each other do a little bit here and there. That's not you're like, okay, these aren't professionals. These don't really know what they're doing. Oh yes, they roll okay. the dice off the tables once in a while because they roll too hard, and it's like, oh, whoops! I guess that's a re-roll. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Re-rolling, <laughs> re-rolling dice that fall off the tables for weaklings. Yeah, Theron's definitely gonna slide over to the dice rollers. Okay. Um, and hop into that game. They nod well, to you as you wa- walk up. You want in? Oh yes, I would. I would. Lo- I would love to play. Uh oh, I'm. I'm not We're feeling good. Silver pieces. I don't. Oh, that's, I, that's I don't fine. even have my own dice. Oh, for silvers, yes, of course I have silver pieces, and okay, I yeah. throw my one silver piece I have out on the table. They nod. Okay. Um. All right. So we're gonna do. I'm gonna cheat. Yeah. Well, duh. Um. Yeah. 
No, you play for legitimate. Uh, I, that would be hilarious. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is the this is when Theron is legit. Um I'm going to use the same <laughs> scams. Well, they weren't scams, I don't think when they were doing it. But I'm going to do what they were doing as scams, like I'm going to roll and if it's if it's a bad roll, I'll say, "Oh, look, it's on the edge. Let me re-roll." Or roll in it I'll roll purposefully close to the edge of the table. Okay, and yeah. So that if it looks like it's gonna be bad, I'll knock it off real quick and go, Oh, I gotta re roll that, pick it up and re roll. Okay, roll slide. Because of I Okay. That's something I'm real good at. Mm, Ten plus eight. Eighteen. Jeez. Plus okay. eight at level one. Yeah, that seems. God, I love rogues. I, I, plus I love rogues. Dex. Yeah, I do. Plus four to dex and your uh, expertise. So yeah, eight. Nice. Mm-hmm. They're not the only ones who get expertise. Come on, man. I mean, there's bards too, but and rangers. I love me some rogues. Rangers get expertise. Are you sure? If I'm rem- if I'm remembering right. I think it's bards, rogues, and and rangers that get expertise. I believe you, but I that's new to me. I mean, I might be wrong. They might. So, not. tell me how much money. Tell me how much money I make. You, you're you're good enough that you don't get caught, and you're good enough to not overdo it. Maybe they don't get expertise. I thought they got expertise. Look, I don't think they do. That's why I'm pushing the issue. <laughs> oh, oh no! Uh, it's from. Do they? It's, it's from the Death Explorer, uh, like optional skill. You get canny. Choose one of your skill proficiencies, and it's doubled. So basically, they have their own little. You could do it for one. Okay. It, so if you choose, because there's Natural Explorer, and then there's Death Explorer. If you choose one, you can't choose the other. So Deft Explorer lets you have expertise at first level. So yeah, I knew there was something that gave a ranger expertise. I just wasn't sure what it was. I, okay. You know, I, I, I haven't pull... even seen that optional. Thanks. Yeah, it's on It's on the wiki dot. You know, I had to pull up the ranger fucking sheet 20 million times during Dothrak and temporary shit, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you win. I don't think you're going to win a ton. I think. Win enough. You win sixteen silver, <laughs> sixteen silver pieces, which isn't a ton, but it's enough to to rent a room for the night. Oh no, sixteen silver—that's not going to be enough to save the night. It is. It is. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't tell if you're being Theron or if you're being Brett what? right now. I'm I'm being Theron. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, I think yeah. he's being Theron, but. <laughs> Theron would probably. Oh, uh, this is a very shitty place that he can stay here for this this little amount. How much does it cost him? I don't know how many times I pull this up, and I can still never remember exactly the pricing of inns because it's like I think even like a really nice inn for a night. Been there, bud. I I think a really nice inn for the night is still only like. (laughs) A few silver pieces usually. Yeah, I think so too. 
Because I'm always like, oh, it should be like a gold. Nope, it's like a silver. And then I'm trying to find, of course, this freaking. Where do I have that? I have that somewhere. Uh, I'm looking at. So, a mo- what I'm looking at says, ooh, a uh, silver piece for something that sucks. Two silver pieces for a poor end. A modest end is a gold piece, comfortable. Two okay. gold pieces, yep, well before. Yeah, aristocratic <laughs> 10 minimum gold pieces. So I have 16, okay. so I can say anything below modest. Yeah, because it's 10 silvers for a gold, so you could technically stay. Oh, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. At a modest. You could stay, I at, could a stay modest. at a modest. I would say this one's a modest one. So it's like 10 of your silver pieces that you just won, and you have six left. Okay. Um, of course, that's lifestyle. That's lifestyle expenses. That's not ends. Eh, close enough. Oh, no. End stay. Modest is, is that? five silver. Are we both looking yeah. at... Are you on roll what? 20? Oh, I am I am looking. Yeah, I'm looking at lifestyle yep. expenses. Yeah. What the heck? In Per day, end stays. A modest end is five silver pieces. Comfortable is eight silver pieces. Wealthy would be two gold. So you could stay at a comfortable wow. one and only spend eight. I, this is still going to say modest, so yep. it's only five silver pieces. So yes. Okay. Um, and it's like a silver piece per meal too. So like you could literally for three meals is three silver pieces. Yeah. So uh, I think when Theron gets the pricing, he is. You said it was five silver pieces. Yeah. Yep. Five. Um. Hang on a second. I'll be right back too. Oh no. Oh no. You hear? Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. I just made some really at- weird audio and then realized I uh, wasn't muted. So that'll be fun for oh, you. Awesome. Well, we're going to end it in this inn. So basically, all that talk about silver pieces and whatnot doesn't really matter. So you, so we'll just wrap I'm it up real quick. you spent all that time on it then. Yeah. So we end this session with you being like eight hours from the city of Winchester. You rode your horse that you stole. Um, I didn't through. steal it. I bought that horse. Uh, I guess that's technically true. Um, I hit that. I hit that groomsman in the face. But so you you go to your room. Once the gambling dies down and everybody starts heading home, because this is a small town, and it's like 2 a.m. when everybody starts going to bed. And you... How does Theron... What does Theron do, for, real quickly, to wrap the end of this day up? <laughs> so it's like 2 a.m.? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess he's been at it all day. He, um... He's been going. Yeah, he's, I mean, he would go up to his room and. You might even have a concussion. Yeah, I mean, he has three HP. Yep. I was terrified. I was terrified this whole session I was going to get hit by someone else because I'd be dead. Um, that would definitely change the plans for the second session I have. Uh- <laughs> right? Um, I mean, I think he would. He'd go up to his room. He's. Uh, I think he would 
he would go up there with plans to get his four hours of his trance. Yeah. But it would take two hours for him to calm down. Like, I feel like his adrenaline has been going this whole time and he gets up there and it takes at least 30 minutes for him to like calm down and be himself again. And then he's thinking, what is going on? Like, we did it. Why are people chasing me? Why are yeah. people saying Ada didn't didn't give them the jewel? Because I know she did. We got it. I saw her. We, I, we, I know we got it. Yep. And then she took it and she, she gave it to them. Why, why are they doing this to us? So it, it, it takes him one or two hours to come down from all that. And then he's going to sit on the bed and get his four hours of trance. Okay. And that's, that's where we'll end it. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's a good ending point. I, I know, I said so. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever you say, sir. The second session... Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion the DM. Catch you later!